next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as usual, Brennan Ertle. I know it's been a while, but I hope you guys enjoyed that new intro. That was by Kevin Cartier. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin Cartier. But as usual, I'm with my host, Nate Williamson. Nate, what's up? What's going on? How's it going? It's going well. I mean, as you know, the offseason's been not very quiet, but maybe stuff we don't really want to discuss on the podcast right now. But today we have a fun new um, mailbag question, mailbag episode. So we just asked you guys what you guys wanted to hear you guys' questions and we got some pretty good ones so we're gonna that's what we're gonna do today it's gonna be fun there's some really good questions on here i am uh not surprised with the knowledge that is in this fan base but thoroughly impressed let's go with that i'm impressed i am too i'm too let's just let's just get right into it the first question was from at saints underscore elite any more splashes by the saints this year nate what do you think I'm going to say probably not, um, and definitely not if, and we'll get to this a little bit later, if there is plans to extend Alvin Kamara. Uh, we can, we'll talk about that one later, of course, but you need a little bit of cap space left just for renewing guys and trying to keep building this roster. I know it's probably the last year with Drew. Um, other changes you have no idea, but if you want to keep building a roster that's as successful as this one is, you need a little cap space heading into next year and into this upcoming year as well so if something were to happen say mid-season where you'd have to make a trade make a change in some way I just don't see any more big time signings coming I uh I think Ty Montgomery that signing is really underrated and we'll appreciate that a lot later yeah I completely agree and at this point in the offseason a splash signing for me would be the sign of freaking rookies like I'm so excited for I'm kind of a nerd in the aspect. Like I love to see, I'm excited to see Zach Bond in his uniform. I'm excited to see Trotman in his uniform and they're not even signed yet. So like, I'm just kind of, they have like what, $9 million in cap space and they still have to sign all their rookies. So yeah, like you said, having that, that gap room of, of money, they still got to sign these guys. And after that, who knows, it's going to be like five, six, seven million around there. Um, I know the fan that uh, tweeted this to me wants to hear Jadavian Clowney. And um, I just don't think that's plausible. But I am kind of surprised that he is still on the open market. And as talented as, as a guy as he is, I know he has the injury history or whatnot, but his number must be just be absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would think that it would be. I, the Saints, you know, you have the city, you have the team, you have the culture and all that. But is that enough to pull in a guy for that much cheaper? It depends on the person, but for me, I don't know, man. If he ends up in a Saints uniform, I will streak down my street out of excitement because I love that guy, but I I just don't see it. I'm with you. Yeah, it's been reported that he turned down a Browns offer of 15-plus. The Seattle Seahawks offered him 14. Saints just don't have that, so it would have to be a very cheap deal, so not very plausible. But moving on to the next question, it's at B. He said, more likely to throw a touchdown in 2020, 21, 2021 season, Emmanuel Sanders or Taysom Hill? This is actually an interesting question. Uh, and really, it depends on 
just how quickly Emmanuel Sanders throws a touchdown. I don't have a doubt that he is going to. Uh, and I don't have a doubt that Taysom Hill will. It really just depends on which trick play comes up first. Uh, I think overall for me, I'll probably take the safe bet and say Taysom Hill is going to take it first. But uh, more touchdowns would definitely be an interesting discussion to have, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Taysom definitely is going to get the, the, the better opportunity to throw a touchdown. He's going to be out there for some passing plays, but he's not guaranteed to get a touchdown. And Emmanuel Sanders did throw a touchdown against us. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton got cute against the 49ers and let Emmanuel Sanders try to throw another touchdown pass against them. So, I mean, more likely to throw a touchdown first. I would have to go Taysom, but I wouldn't doubt Emmanuel Sanders for a touchdown at all. That's like a really, really good question. That was one I was really happy about. That's, I, I think against the 49ers, if you throw out something that is crazy like that, that's the time to do it. So I, I wouldn't even doubt it. With Sean Payton, uh, the NFL version of a more successful Les Miles, who is just crazy with how he runs his offenses, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And that, Drew and Emmanuel Sanders, uh, there's been a video of them out there throwing passes, so they're already getting that chemistry going. I know they're not supposed to be, but who well, who 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 isn't working out with their teammates right now is right. the better question. So, yeah, there's that. Did Our next ever, question. Oh, sorry. Did we no, you good, you good. The fruition or fruition, I don't know how that word is said, of Drew Brees being out there in the wide receiver position because that was the talk for a while was when are we going to see a throw to Drew? Did we ever see anything like that? I don't think so. I don't I don't think so either, but I, Minnesota a couple years ago, I want to say it was Teddy Taysom and Drew was out there. I'm I'm waiting for because when they put them out there, teams you got to keep them honest. You got to give them at least one ball yeah. and it can be like one of those passes where you like you throw it off the ground behind the line of scrimmage and he can throw it again. I don't know. I feel like that's Still in the toolbox for Sean. I still think it's coming eventually. I really, I think it was a Super Bowl play or a, a second round play there, and yeah. that was being hidden. But then we got short sighted and got cut off. But I, it's coming. It's coming, and it might come from Emmanuel Sanders too. You yeah. never know. We could have four quarterbacks that. out there at one time. <laughs> that would be fun. Tommy Stevens as well. We could technically have five guys that could throw the ball out there. And Alvin Kamara's completed a pass as well. Six. Our whole roster is going to be able to throw the ball. <laughs> I think to Josh Hill. Oh, oh my goodness. Win, but... This has been the master plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Well, this next question, uh, since I cut you off, I'll, I'll read it and you can reply to it. At the Zach Bradley, Zach with no K, go follow him on Twitter, first question. Who will have a bigger rookie impact, Bond or Troutman? Of course, Zach Bond. Linebacker, tight end Adam Troutman. This is a good question. It it really is. And I had to think about this a lot. I I I wanted to put this question in there because it's actually a really good question, and it hasn't been a question I've heard a lot of. And it's like, it's more of who's going to get the first opportunity. Is Bond going to crack the starting lineup? Because as it stands right now, I don't know if he's a starter, but I think he gets a ton of playing time. Is Troutman going to be good enough to be the tight end too and get? Very good snaps in that 12 personnel, like Ross Jackson, his article he posted. He could come in and be an automatic contributor, but like not having these rookie mini camps hurts their stock. But if I had to pick, I, I think it's going to be Adam Trotman just because Josh Hill played tight end so much. So they were just looking for that another like explosive guy to catch the football. And I mean, we've seen 
Pete Carmichael and Dan Campbell just just rave about this guy and how he can he does so many different things well. So I think it'll be Troutman, but I think Zach Wan's right there and could potentially start later on in the offseason. No, I definitely agree. I, I think in terms of impact, Zach Bond from his time there in Wisconsin plays so many different positions. And in a defense like the Saints, it's really a matter of when, not if, he's going to be able to break into having a big impact. I, I like what you said. He might not start, but he's going to get the chances. Um, as for Troutman, I think we could see him come in as tight end two right off the bat um, for a vertical heavy offense or a slant heavy offense even. His hands, his route running are really, really good, and that's what makes this tough. To me, I'm going to flip the coin, though. I think I'm going to go with Zach Bond having a bigger impact overall just because of that ability to slot into multiple positions. And I think Jared Cook at the last half of the season in the tight end spot is what we're going to see this year. And I I think he'll have a little bit more of a target on him, too, as well. That'll maybe slighten the lesser role of Troutman. But I – I think they'll both be great. Honestly, I, I was happy with both of those selections. Super happy about Troutman. Yeah, I'm surprised one of them and both of them were there in the third round. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy they traded their whole entire draft for Troutman because he could come in and literally Jared Cook, it's last year of his deal. I know they've raved about him so much being like this new guy in this offense. And he could potentially even be that much better. But he could he could learn from him and he could be the tight end of the future. Who knows? Yeah, 100%. He's got a lot of skills. Uh, I am more on the tight end level where you can teach blocking and effective blocking techniques and everything, but the receiving impact that that guy had and seeing him at the Senior Bowl, he's dusted some people too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you had firsthand experience with him. Yeah, and uh, I didn't get to talk to him personally, but I know some people that did, and they said that chemistry-wise, attitude-wise, he's right up there with Cesar Ruiz and being a great guy, going to fit in really well. Um, a good cultural guy as well, a uh, positive culture guy that'll be nice there in the locker room alongside current pieces. You heard it here first from our Senior Bowl insider. Sometimes it comes in handy. Shout out to Jim Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on to our next question. This is from at little Sarah. No E on that, so you can go follow her at little underscore Sarah. And I really like this question because she said, when do you think Winston will be the number one? She didn't say if. She said when. So she's immediately confident in Winston becoming the future. What do you think? Oh, man, that's a really tough question. Uh, If we're to believe what has been said about Taysom Hill, he might never be the number one for the Saints. Personally, I think it could be next year. I am fully on board. I am riding the Winston train, Uh, the LASIK, the offseason work. Uh, I know some of his, like, drills and stuff. That Him and Alvin Kamara do some really odd workouts, but that's whatever. A workout is a workout when it's good. But And it'll always raise suspicion. But, man, when he's going to be the number one uh, <laughs> if Drew Brees gets hurt. <laughs> Please don't, God, don't let that happen. But uh, next year. I'll go next year. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. And when I first saw this, I kind of questioned – if he would ever be the starter. And I went back to uh, when Sean Payton, not a lot of people saw this, but he had an interview with Kay Adams on Instagram Live. And I've never seen someone crack open Sean Payton like she did. And she just kind of got into his head. And she said, okay, what's who's the quarterback of the future? And it's oh, it's always been Taysom Hill's our future. Taysom Hill, he's the guy. And he's he, for the first time, he's like, we're just going to have to see. Like, we're just going to have to see. We have Jameis Winston, we have Taysom Hill. We're going to have to see who – 
shows up. They're going to get, they're each going to get first team snaps. That's what Pete Carmichael said. So I'm not, I'm not going to doubt Winston. He could easily come back on another one year deal. I mean, he has all training camp. Hopefully if we have, hopefully we have a training camp to compete with Taysom Hill and he could easily come in the 2021 season and be the guy or be competing for the guy. Yeah, it, it's kind of one of those things. It's always funny to me. They People really do rag about him, but the dude's stat line was impressive. For one reason or another, his stat line was impressive. Uh, if you throw that many touchdowns playing in the NFC South, there's something there that could be molded to be good. And uh, I like him spending some time under Drew Brees because I think that's going to help him out a lot in terms of you know, accuracy. And let's face it, the Bucks really a great place to be when you're trying to develop somebody that doesn't have it all put together um I'm excited I think that's one of my favorite offseason storylines yeah me too and I I I just kind of go back to uh I don't remember what draft he was in but the draft um Marietta went right after him and it's going back to okay who would you rather take and I'm still to this day I'm gonna take Winston easily like Mariota's a backup in Las Vegas I almost said Oakland um, oh, I've been there. <laughs> he, he threw for 5,000 yards this last season. Yes, mm-hmm. he threw a ton of picks, but that can be something that can be worked upon. Like, Mariota hasn't even, like, contributed that much. He's done good things. He's a good runner. But, like, touchdown-wise, passing-wise, Jameis is, like, on a, an elite level. He's also an elite level pick. So, I mean, he's in the right place to get that number down, though. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I loved Marcus Mariota coming out of college. Just, I think – the whole vibe around him was really cool. You know, he came out of Oregon. He was a stud and just, just kind of a fun guy. But, yeah, Winston's got to be the pick there even now. Winston's had some really good games, had some really bad games, a season full of great offensive touchdown throwing and bad interception throwing. But, uh, it, yeah, it, I'm so excited. I It's hard to put into words, but it when Winston became available, I said – the Saints need to go get him and to replace Teddy Bridgewater. And uh, we saw the strides Teddy made in his time. So we'll see. And good luck to Teddy as well. It'll be interesting. Yeah, Teddy came in uh, not even knowing if he was going to have a future or or, or a, a left leg. So, I mean, he did, he's doing pretty well for having his second or third contract in NFL. So moving on to our next question. It's from our boss, uh, Mr. Boss Chris Donalds, boss man, our manager. He says, does Ty Montgomery make this team? What is his role? Is he a special teamer due to our depth, or does he see offensive snaps, running back or wide receiver? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for me, Ty Montgomery is going to make this team. I don't, I'm not sure they would have brought him in if he wasn't going to. Uh, it'll be interesting to see in terms of special teams, if they'll play on special teams. Uh, I think they brought him in to be more of kind of a receiving running back threat. I think he'll run the ball a little bit, but not a lot. And I honestly don't know how many times we'll see him out there with Alvin Kamara. I think he'll fill in in the running game when he's out, but not so much. We're going to have two receiving backs out there at the same time, but trying to predict Sean Payton is a messy game. So I don't know, but I think he'll see a good amount of snaps on offense simply because of his pass catching ability. Mike Thomas Last year was the pass-catching target. Kamara was banged up a little bit, of course, but they needed as many targets this offseason as they could get. They went and did that, and that's why I think they brought him on. I think he makes it and uh, has a role for sure. The player I'm going to say is Traveris Cadet. If Traveris Cadet could be with the Saints for however long he was, Ty Montgomery makes his team because Cadet Montgomery is just a better cadet. 
Yeah. Like he is more of an elite cadet. Like he is positionless. We've heard it multiple times from Sean and um, Pete Carmichael. He's coming in without a position. So he could make, he could be the running back three. He could be the wide receiver three or four. Who knows? Who cares? He's, he's going to be on the roster. I don't really see him being a special teamer just due to like his, um, just as his, his importance to the offense. It will be important. I mean, they lost Ted Ginn. Traquan's still there, but he could go in right into the slot. And we saw a lot in Green Bay, he did like play a little bit of time in the slot. I don't see him running the ball out of I formation or 21 or anything like that. They could do a few things. They always get cute with like halfback draws or whatnot. Yeah. But I think he'll be a most he'll be mostly a wide receiver. But who knows? Who knows? He could take kickbacks uh, for Deontay once in a while. I don't know. He could do it all. Yeah, I, I think you hit it there with Deontay and maybe just kind of if you have a game where you're forcing that other offense to punt a lot, maybe you'll throw Ty out there. If Deontay should happen to drop a ball and get a little rattled, whatever, you know, stuff happens with kick returners for sure. Uh, you might see him out there. I think Deontay will get more snaps on snaps on offense too. So we're getting a lot of guys that are going to get snaps. So it's going to be tough sledding. But with the way that the Saints offense tends to use multiple personnel, Ty Montgomery is definitely going to have a role. I love the cadet comparison, by the way. That, that's <laughs> perfect. Well, I, I, I think in the past two or three years, this is probably the, the most pass-catching bodies they've had in the locker room. Uh, last year, looking back, the Ted Ginn. Yes, Jared Cook. Uh, took him a little bit to like mold into his game and fit into the Saints offense. And Michael Thomas has ridiculous amounts of catches, but we're adding Emmanuel Sanders, Ty Montgomery, Deontay Harris is going to have a bigger role. Camaro, this is a big thing. Camaro will, will be hopefully 100% healthy. It sounded like he was not healthy at all last year. Uh, his ankle is back, his knee. I mean, you're just not going to produce like he was before. So hopefully it's 100%. But. Latavius Mary's there too, so just tons of people to catch the football. And I think that's been a problem in years past is um, looking back in last year's Dallas game, not with Bridgewater, but with Drew, Drew two years ago, they had, he had no one to throw the ball to, Keith Kirkwood. So just anyone who can catch the ball is good for the Saints. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of the motto coming into this offseason is let's get guys in here that are going to catch passes. And honestly, all those things, I know we say it, but it's going to open up a lot for Mike Thomas. And that man's going to get his no matter what. So it, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot more fun on offense. Defensively, the Saints will be interesting, but I'm sure we'll talk about that another time as well. Yeah, for sure. Our last question comes from our fellow Canal Street Chronicles writer, Cade Kistner. You can follow him on Twitter, at Cade Kistner. Uh, his question, uh, let's talk about Alvin Kamara. Uh, what do you think will happen with an extension for Kamara? Sadness, misery, pain. <laughs> Um, truthfully, if he's at a hundred percent, he has to be at a hundred percent to get an extension. Running backs are, unless you're Christian McCaffrey running backs are a dime a dozen. I hate to say it, but I don't have Kamara up there with him. Uh, I love C-Mac. I love Kamara a lot, but running backs, you get tread on the tires, especially when they're out there. So many snaps, they're receiving, they're running. And uh, this next class in 2021 is looking pretty prime for running backs and receivers as well. So I know you can't come in and immediately replace somebody who's been as productive as Kamara, but if he's not at 100% this season and not what we saw a couple years ago, then I don't think he gets that extension. I would love to see him get it, though. Don't get me wrong. But you got a lot of guys to um, to renew contracts for on this team. And not to mention that offensive line is going to demand some big money. 
I'm going to flip the script. I, I, I agree with you on, on some stuff, but I think Sean Payton has this mad love for scat backs. And I think uh, we've seen Reggie Bush, Pierre Thomas, uh, of course, Cadet, I've already mentioned, Ty Montgomery. But Kamara is the elite of elite scat backs. And, yes, he wasn't healthy last year. And looking into ne- next offseason, he's going to be a free agent. He's going to be – he's going to be – he can sign with anyone he wants. Anyone he wants. Are teams really going to offer him big money? Like, it, the Saints are the perfect fit for Kamara. I could see him coming back. I don't, I don't think he gets paid big money. I, he, he could come back on a two- or three-year deal, 20, 30 million. T- I think t- around 10 million is his price range, 10 to 12 to maybe 13, just because he does a lot of things well. But I think Sean Payton has this mad love for Kamara. Uh, there were some points in the season where it's like, okay, chill. Like, he's touched the ball feels like 55 times like give him a break I just think that he has this mad love for Kamara I don't think he can let him go um like going back to the Super Bowl year they had Mike Bell Reggie Bush Pierre Thomas they just they couldn't find their Alvin Kamara I think they finally found that guy so I could see him coming back but also could see him departing if he does get a better offer outside New Orleans that's a really good point um and as far as a perfect fit, I definitely agree. And not only that, but I think Alvin Kamara is a perfect fit for the city of New Orleans personality-wise. Uh, he just he seems to fit so well. And honestly, it hurt enough when Mark Ingram left. That was a tough situation. I'm glad he's doing well right now. But, man, wouldn't it be so sad just to see both of them leave, that iconic duo. I, I'm hoping that he stays. I'm hoping that he has a baller season and gets renewed. I hope he's at 100% and uh, balls out this year. Yeah, I was looking at uh, all 31 other teams, and I'm looking down the list. I'm like, I don't think Kamara's going to fit this team, not this team. It's just just the fit-wise. I don't think he fits lots of teams. If you want a team like Seattle, Seattle is always running back hungry. They would just use him in the wrong ways. I mean, there's just yeah. he has so much potential, and that's what, literally what the Saints offense, um, Carolina as well with Christian McCaffrey, just that same – build a running back I think it's perfect but if he doesn't come in and play like he did his first two years I could see him potentially walking or the Saints wait to offer him a deal but going back to that cap space they have the cap they could do something they extended Taysom who knows yeah that's true uh magic Mickey with his cap space so uh but it is interesting too a counter to what I said earlier teams also just aren't paying running backs on their second contracts. So if he's going to demand big money, then it's possible a team won't sign him because they know what you're saying, where his fit isn't just what they want. So it's definitely interesting. The dynamic of the running back has changed in recent years and it continues to do so. And Alvin Kamara could be the next chapter in that. We'll see. Yeah. Another thing I've been thinking of is what if he comes to camp and holds out? What do you do? That's what I've been thinking of. What if he yeah, holds out to face that one? I, I think if he held out, you would have to offer him the best that you could do um, if you wanted him. And if not, you would say, well, all right. And then we'll, b- we'll bump up one of the other weapons in the offense. But to me, I, I don't know if you feel the same, but Kamara doesn't seem like the kind of guy to do it. And maybe it's just because that hypothetic scares me, but <laughs> I don't know. So it, it's different. It's hard. It's a hard decision all around. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think – if you look at just watch Kamara, he's such a laid back guy. I don't really see him doing that. But yet again, I didn't see Michael Thomas really doing it. But I feel like he's since he's gotten to the league, he's changed a little bit. He's got a little bit more cocky. 
I like it though. But I, uh, I don't know. I could, I definitely could see him doing it, but I definitely could see him not doing it just because he's like, eh, whatever. I'm just gonna go play, just get my money. So he's still in that rookie deal. But they have uh, looking at next offseason. That's what scares me. That's where I could see like, okay, they could lose some guys. They got Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchek, Alvin, of course, Marcus Williams. I don't, I don't know if Marcus is in that picture. I think but. so. I think he has this year, and then that's gone. I think. Yeah, we're we're coming on to that. Uh, Two that good, three. that good two or three draft classes. They're coming up on their contracts, so this is where it's going to get tough. But the first one to get an extension is going to be that valuable offensive tackle. It's it's coming, Ryan Ramchek. It's coming. You think he breaks the bank and is the highest ever? Maybe it's very possible. It, I would almost categorize it as likely. If it's with the Saints, he will be. Yeah, I, I, and uh, Teron's getting up there in age. He they could be paying him to be the future left tackle as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows? Never know. It, it's tough. I, I love those guys, and I'm a huge offensive line fan. So, uh, I mean, that they are the center stone, not physically, but metaphorically, of either the second best or the first best offensive line in the league. And the real big deciding factor in that is going to be Cesar Ruiz. And just think about if you get production out of Pete, it's like, whoa, like we brought him back, but which wasn't super expected, but. Yeah, it definitely wasn't expected. I think if he didn't break his hand, he would have had maybe a cleaner end to the season. Mm-hmm. But when you've seen the Saints lose and not play their game, it's been when Drew Brees has gotten that pressure. They're going to have tons of success on offense. They're going to have pass catchers. They're going to do it all. They're going to score 40 freaking points a game. But look at Minnesota. Look at the Rams in the NFC Championship. They did. They played okay, but the, the, penetra- the penetration just kind of killed them. And pressuring Drew Brees, he's like, what, 5'9"? Or five nine, five eleven, six foot. Uh, I'll give him six foot. So, He's trying to make us feel better. Well, me feel better. I, I'm shorter than that. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I've met him, and I, I I was a little bit taller than him, which felt kind of weird. But I was like, I'd switch my height with you just to just to win a Super Bowl. But yeah, that offensive line is going to be key. No joke. Yeah, I, I am huge a fan of offensive line and the guys in the trenches on both sides, and it's going to be a really big year for Ramchek for. Just about everybody on that line. I cannot over exaggerate how excited I am about Cesar Ruiz. That that is going to be an awesome addition. Another name I was, I was thinking of for the draft or uh, the free agency next year is going to be Rankins. He's oh gonna yeah, be- Sheldon going to get maybe paid. We'll see. That that'll be interesting. The contract on that one. Yeah, if David Onyemata got his money, I I think. Rankins will get his if he plays all 16, and I think that's the most important thing for him is just to just to be healthy. Just finish the season. Yeah, no doubt. If you can get through the season, then you're going to do well. It'll be interesting. And if he gets through the season, that Saints defensive line's looking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't need Connie if they're 100% healthy all year. They were playing well up until the playoffs when they lost Davenport and Rankins in the same exact week, which is just, just ridiculous. That never happens to teams. So, I mean – this is their year to do it. This is the year, and I think that makes it way harder. Uh, I, I think that adds a lot of target on your back, a lot of pressure. I almost am glad, and this sounds – this is going to come off really bad and probably going to get heat for it no matter what, but I'm almost glad we've underachieved the past couple of years so people don't look at us as much. I, I don't like having that target. That's just the kind of person I am. I don't know. It, it feels like it feels like it's a 30 for 30. It feels like it's a scripted movie, how we've gotten – killed and just beat down and now we're gonna this is the year we're gonna do it and if we don't do it i'm gonna be depressed like 
Yeah. Because after this year, it's going to be tough because the money-wise and quarterback-wise. So this is the year. Let's make a movie. Yeah, no kidding. A lot of that, I think I think that feeling comes from our last Super Bowl was a movie. Like, mm-hmm. like that whole thing. And it is literally a 30 for 30. So, so I agree. <laughs> Yeah, if if they if they win the Super Bowl this year, it there better be a movie about it. If they don't, ESPN's missing. It, they're they're missing on this. So hopefully we can we get a movie soon. No kidding. Let's uh start a trademark for that already, just in case <laughs> somebody's gonna have to buy it. <laughs> for sure. Well, this was our first um podcast with like asking questions with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, probably do this later on in the off season, maybe a few weeks from now. Who knows? Not a lot to talk about right now, but you guys sent in some really good questions. I was impressed. Um, keep that up. We we love to see that. We love to get these podcasts out. So um, next time I tweet out, out, you guys, send me your questions, and you can get featured. You get that free little shout-out as well. So we appreciate every guys, all you guys tuning in. Next time when we do another one, keep up the same energy with these questions. It was fun. We like discussing all your guys' questions and all the different conspiracies and whatnot. Who's going to throw a touchdown first? So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Next next podcast, make sure to send me your questions. You guys got them. Um, as usual, I'm with my my partner, Nate Williamson. Bye. Peace out. Who that? Let's go. Let's go.